Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Justice Department charges another federal contractor with giving away sensitive materials to the press. DOJ says it filed criminal charges against Reality Lee Winner. Justice alleges Winner, an employee of Pluribus International Corporation, unlawfully sent classified information to an online news outlet. Multiple reports indicate that news outlet is The Intercept. It recently reported about an NSA report on Russian hacking of election systems before the 2016 election. President Trump's plan to privatize air traffic control received support and criticism from employees' unions. The National Air Traffic Controllers Association says it supports a stable and predictable funding stream, but the professional aviation safety specialists say the privatization is risky and unnecessary. The plan would shift service and route efficiency to a nonprofit entity and leave safety to the FAA. Pilots now have more incentive to stay in the Air Force. The service is giving pilots more flexibility in lengthening their contracts. They can sign on for one, four, or even 13 years. The Air Force is also increasing its reenlistment bonus pay for pilots from $25,000 to $35,000. The Supreme Court hands the Securities and Exchange Commission an incentive to update how it manages fraud cases. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Justices impose a five-year statute of limitations in which the SEC may recover money from people convicted of securities fraud. The ruling was unanimous. It overturns a lower court order under which crooked investor Charles Kokesh was to pay the SEC $35 million for fraud committed until 2006. Last year, the agency collected $4 billion in penalties. I'm Tom Temin. A federal district court rules against the IRS. In a class action lawsuit brought by hundreds of thousands of tax preparers, the court finds the tax agency must refund fees it charged them for a preparer tax identification number, calling them unlawful. Forbes reports the ruling could cost the IRS $175 million. It's a new role for a well-known federal CIO. David Bray, the Federal Communications Commission Chief Information Officer, is heading off to a new position. Bray announced to staff that he'll be the new Chief Ventures Officer at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. This will be the first role of its kind in the U.S. government. Bray will be charged with directing new public-private partnerships, the adoption of machine learning and artificial intelligence, as well as changes to NGA's mission processes, workforce, and acquisition models. Bray will start in his new position in late July, and Christine Calvosa will be the acting FCC CIO after Bray leaves. I'm Jason Miller. The Veterans Affairs Department appoints a new Human Resources Chief. Peter Shelby will be VA's new Assistant Secretary for HR and Administration. He previously spent 24 years in the Marine Corps and led recruiting and talent programs for the service. He also led similar programs at the Defense Intelligence Agency. He founded his own talent management company before joining the VA. VA is officially abandoning Vista as its electronic health record. It will adopt the MHS Genesis instead. It's the same electronic record the Defense Department is deploying. It's a big shift for VA after 17 years of debate and millions of dollars spent developing an in-house solution. VA Secretary David Shulkin signs a special authorization that lets him award the bid to Cerner Corporation without an open solicitation. And the Pentagon's acting acquisition chief says he plans to spend the next year trying to fix IT acquisition. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. James McStravick, the career civil servant who's currently leading DOD's massive acquisition apparatus, says the Pentagon's main problem continues to be that it doesn't have governance mechanisms that reflect the way other organizations buy commercial IT. So it defaults to the process as it knows, the ones suited for weapon systems, including detailed specifications and exhaustive testing procedures. He says he's asking for industry's help to change that paradigm, including by eliminating some department-wide policies and devolving more oversight to the military services and their acquisition commands. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.